Hey, hey, hey. It's your girl Cecilia and I'm back with another episode. So this episode would be different from the rest. This one will just be about frustration. It's a topic that everyone can relate despite our individual difference or whatever genes you carry, phenotype, genotype, whatever country, race, religion, ethnicity, background that you come from. We can all relate about frustration. Uh, frustration is like a... An experience that we go through some daily, some once in a while, but the experience totally is different from every experience and each experience. So, as I said, I'm in Cyprus and this country can be very frustrating in so many ways. I've faced racism places I've been through. Every country that I've gone through from <laughs> the airport. Because as a black person and a person who carries a Tanzanian passport, we are no Tanzanians are actually known for carrying drugs. So you would spend over literally more than six hours being interrogated with dogs or police officers, even if they don't see anything but they suspect that you are already a suspect. So we're already suspects before even we get anywhere. So I'm always, I always have to pull off my itinerary, just make sure that I have like 12 hours of interrogation and it's not working. It's, it's not the best situation to be in. It feels like you're in a cell of a cell, but then I can't relate because I've never really been in a cell. So that's how I relate to it and that's how I picture it. So my frustration is just a continuous abyss of negative response and things not working your way so i've been here for three and a half years from 2019 and it's a lovely place it's a christian place um the religion here um higher percentage is orthodox and then you have the mennonites and catholics and the rest of the religions out there so the population has increased we have a lot of migrants coming from different areas and they can be either tourists, asylum seekers, especially like Ukraine and the whole war. We have also people coming from Nepal, Bangladesh, India, Cameroon, Ghana, Congo and other countries, to be honest. And we have students also. And then we have the residents themselves. So it's a whole bunch and mixture of different intercultural uh, aspect of people which can be intriguing in a sense but it means that there's always that competition of who gets the needs and who gets this so resources are limited because it's a small island and people are really close-minded so you have to be in a position where you have contacts and connections to actually be in the first place to receive all those and because of the language here is mostly Greek and most people don't really know. The younger generation kind of speak English, but it's not as fluent as it's supposed to be. So you're limited to so many options. So I've been here for three and a half, as I said, and I'm a traveler. So I'm a hodophile for those people who don't know. I love to travel and I love to gain experience. For me, traveling is exposure, the experience, getting to know different cultures, learning new 
ideas getting to just meet people from different people i mean from different areas and i just love it it makes it can be awkward to be honest but i just love i love things which are difficult i don't like easy stuff i don't know why i just love it and sometimes i don't get it or i never get to accomplish it but then i still do it so my frustration has been throughout the year my third year psychology and it has been a really nerve-wracking year because it's been intense I studied in a British school, so our curriculum usually are essays. And I haven't written essays in over like 10 years. That's since high school. So I had no idea how to write essays. But yes, now I know. But the thing is, it's just, it takes a lot from you. School takes a lot from you. It's far from where I stay. I stay in the city center. And the, where my university is placed, to be honest, is a village. So they do have villages here, like how we have cities in my country regions and every or states in other countries but here they have villages so we have like a city with villages inside and they're like numerous and they're like far apart from each other and i thank god for tanzania we have so many numerous public transport so we have trains we have bus public transport we have uber whatever taxis but here is just public the public transport is just buses so if you're not driving and if you don't have the eu license so you're you're prone to just take the buses and they never run on schedule and they just take forever. The hour shifts are like war. So that is a problem where you have to always wake up early, go to school early, and then you give in so much in a place where it doesn't give back. So I've since I've been here in 2019, I've only had my resident permit card once and I was given like a month prior to renewal. And it has been annoying because we keep paying for the renewal every year but we never get it and when you go to the immigration there's a lot of hey they say that they shout at you and they just push you off and for this they don't really care about your race they just shove you off like ev like literally everyone and it's very annoying because sometimes you have people who don't speak the language like sp spanish or french and they'll just be shouting they're in greek Sometimes they'll say it in English, but it's really, it's, it's literally the worst customer service that you'll ever get. So you get stuck here and the university tries to find ways where they can try to engage the uh, international students who are still around, especially the non-EU, because for the EU, they literally can go anywhere, go back to their country. And it's like cheap, like 80 euros, but for us, it's like one five, 1,500. So you get it. But then if the number is limited, we, they don't do anything, so we're stuck. So it's kind of hard to find your way through doing stuff. That's number one frustration. Another frustration is just the fact that the university itself is expensive to begin with and it needs a lot of it needs a lot of commitment, but at the same time, the services that are offered don't align with the school fees that we pay. So you might find that you're just stumbling around like you're trying to get this. It's a no when you try to get that one or because this and it's a whole lot of process. And it's an interconnected thing where if you want something, it has to go to another system. Like, say, for example, working. I was told by my agency before I came here that there's going to be student jobs. When you come here, you realize it's different. So the non-EU students, it's harder for them to get the job. First, it's a competing area. There's so many migrants around. Second, you need to know Greek. 
or Russian because most of the nationalities here are from those places. Third, being black, there were so many racial attacks where they say, oh, if I take, I can't take you because it will scare away customers. So you sometimes wonder, how does your skin tone scare away customers? So there are those racial um, profiling and and just because they're black, they assume that you're nothing, you're worthless, or you're violent. There's all those prejudices and stereotypes. So it's also hard to sustain yourself because although it's like a cheaper European country, but still, it is expensive compared to our currency. So we need to find ways to sustain because you have to pay accommodation, you have to pay other bills and utilities, and they are literally very expensive. One euro in my country, you can literally take transport like four times and buy bread and you can do a lot of things and even get one meal so yes so that's the frustration that you get when you don't get employed and then you don't even know you just keep giving bringing money from your country but you don't get money from them and the temperature <coughs> excuse me it's scorching hot here from july august you can't even breathe. It's humid. You, li I literally cried last year. And this year I made sure that I packed a lot of tissues. Because it's really, really cold. It's really hot. It's extremely hot. I've never seen this type of heat. Like all the countries I've been to, China, Turkey, they were all so hot. But at least there was like AC and they were like developed. So you don't really get to sense it unless you're walking outside. But here... And they were also populated. So, I mean, polluted. So I was always, I always wear masks before, even before COVID because I have allergies with pollen, uh, pet dandry, and also dust. So I was, I'm always supposed to wear mask every time. I'm always supposed to wear glasses because I have this itchy eyes, red eyes, swollen eyes, and I sneeze a lot and I get sinuses. So, like, right now, it's because of dust. So, my windows are closed. So, I can imagine when the time comes how bad it is. So, it's really humid. It's it's hot. And then there's roaches. There's insects. Flies. There is ants. Mm. There's literally every type of insect just roaming around. And it's, it, it's so filthy that it's so annoying to even stay here. You can't even enjoy. That's another frustrating part, especially because if you're not working, then you're just idle and you're doing nothing. So you get to experience the heat and and that's all you think about. Another thing is I'm also looking for an apartment right now and I can't get an apartment because they're really expensive for no reason. And it's also summer where there are a lot of tourists, so they usually uh, prefer doing Airbnb for the tourists. And the few, uh, the few ones that are available, they just don't want black people. So they just lock them up for the year and do nothing. So for them, it's it's just the stupidity where they rather lock them up instead of getting some money for the month. You get it. So they rather not have the money. That is how I don't even understand doing business. You don't do that because you have to take away your feels and your differences and just agree with it. But for them, they have a different mindset. And also because they don't travel, because they always say, why should I travel? I'm already, I have a job. I'm already financially stable. Uh, I have everything that I need. But then I'm like, traveling is not because you don't have a job. or you're not Traveling is just to get to know things, you know, experience, explore. But they do have a different mindset. So it's just, I'm not saying all of them, but majority are. And it's usually the older generation. And it's also the ones who have never really traveled. 
the younger generation seem different but then you we know about grooming where i've seen so many times where we'll be walking and a child wants to greet me because children you know they're very angelic beings and the mother or father will be like no don't go there so this child grows up knowing that don't go to a black person so you can't really change anything so it was just yeah it is what it is so my frustration comes from that and it just comes from how the island itself just once and once you need to do your medical insurance need to pay this need to pay that but then you don't feel like the service given to you or rendered to you are reciprocated enough or whatever you're paying is actually equivalent to to what you're getting and that can be very frustrating especially when you're paying a lot of school fees when you're paying accommodation when you're paying so many things and everywhere you go is just a no or wait for this or do this like even the places that want to employ you they'll be like we have so we have a criteria in lgbt so we can't do so most jobs we can only do more mostly hospitality and tourism so if it's something which is <laughs> above that we can't be employed so uh it's just and sometimes because we have a student visa so you have to move uh you have to change it to a work visa, which means you have to get out of the country and come back. So it's just a lot of things. And I've noticed institutions here and entities here don't communicate. So you go to maybe social welfare. They don't really know what is happening with immigration. Immigration has no idea what's happening in university. Everyone is just, no, there's literally no communication or web of communication. And everyone seems to be surprised with what's happening. And they've been here for years. For years and years, then they've been the born and raised here so those are like literally frustration in itself and then you have your own frustration where you have either family members or things at home which are not going right or things that you're doing that are not going right so i i plan for the summer to travel but i can't travel again and i've paid everything literally and i didn't i didn't want to be here because covid is like literally done and simmer down so i was like i literally need to leave and go somewhere else and I can't because I still don't have my permit. And by the time I get it and to book a visa and to do the whole flight thing, it's going to be extremely triple, ex triple the amount that I would have to uh, have to do, the, uh, triple the amount I would have done if I did it like months ago. So that's also in another thing. And <sighs> it's just a web of frustration. This is not to just put you down or pin you down this is just for me also months later when things get better i'll just listen to this and tell myself storms don't last and i know the storm is not gonna last but this is just to tell you that there are days where we go through hail there are days that we i wouldn't say depressed because i don't allow that feeling although it has been lingering around because i just came from exams and i when during exam, I just feel like I couldn't do it. I didn't. I wasn't. I was demotivated. I was like, "Why am I even doing this? I don't think so. I'm up for it." Those are things just Satan just whispers to you. So I'm grateful to God and the men and women of God around me that have been supporting me and aligning me to God and the light. So this is just to remind myself and to remind others that storms don't last today this is the situation but tomorrow is going to be different and we all go through things and i when i'm frustrated and angry i like to talk about it because i don't like to keep things in and then later fume out no i talk about it and i forget about it and i move on so that's how i have a very happy life that's one of my secrets 
well, it might be different for everyone because of how we're built and how we're raised and whatever attitudes and behavior, characters, temperaments we have. But that is literally how I am. So I'll, if I'm frustrated, I'll always look for someone to talk to. And now I don't have anyone to talk to because I'm alone in the house. So I'm talking to myself, but not myself, but my to my people, my my confidence. And yeah, hopefully this can be something that a person relates. We don't have to relate or understand, but it, I'm putting it out there regardless because... Cecilia is still going to be Cecilia and I'm still going to do whatever I want to do. And in the midst of this, I still keep my spirits up and I still do my affirmations every day. Meditate on the word of God. It keeps me up. Pray, listen to gospel, go out, have a good time, either alone or with friends. Because I'm alone. It's not because I have social anxiety. No, it's because I can enjoy my own company and I prefer it more than other companies. But I'm also a team player, so I can do both. I would say I'm a multi personality no how would you put it multi yeah multi behavior i don't even know but yeah like how you have multilingual i'm a multi-task person i can multitask i can multi whatever multi-orientate myself so that's just literally how i am yeah thank you for listening see you another day